lovely earthlings welcome to fem podcast where we discuss all things finance and empowerment and we talk about all the best ways to make moves my name is uchenna and i'm so happy and excited that you're here let's go on this journey together budgeting. Um, Let's jump right into it. Let's talk about what it is, why it's important, and how to get over the fear of doing it. Uh, Please excuse my voice. I've been feeling quite hoarse over the past few weeks. I think it has to do with acid reflux, but I'm not quite sure what it is. Um, I don't have any other symptoms though, so I'm quite sure I'm corona-free, but if it doesn't clear up in a couple of days, maybe I'll go and get it checked out. But in any case, budgeting. So what exactly is budgeting? In my practice with finance, I think of budgeting as setting aside mentally and on paper setting aside a certain amount of money that I would like to spend on particular areas of my life. For example, bills, utilities, food, things that we need, but of course I think that a budget should include fun as well. So for my budget, I have a personal section where I basically allocate all things that are simply for me. There's no particular reason or purpose as to why I'm buying it. It just makes me happy to buy. I also have a clothes, a clothing of my budget because um, clothing has been very important. New clothing has been very important for me in the past couple of months. Um, But maybe I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. Let's talk more about why we need budgeting in the first place. So, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming that you have at least the desire to be more in control of your finances, but for lack of better words, it can feel very scary and very frightening to confront your spending habits and your current situation. 
I know for many people, money is definitely a source of stress, a source of confusion. There's always that question of, how have I already run out of money this month? Where did it all go? Where has my money gone? And budgeting is truly the answer to this question as well as tracking what you spend. So when we spend money and we don't think about it, we don't look at it, we don't review our purchase decisions, we're basically spending money on autopilot. And when you spend money on autopilot, it's a lot easier to give into your whims, to give into temptations to buy things that you don't need or <clears throat> to spend money that you don't have via credit or a loan just to have the thing that has currently caught your eye. But when you have a budget in place, when you have at least an estimate of the amount of money that you want to spend in a month, even if you exceed that budget the first few times, you at least know why you exceeded that budget. You at least know what it is that you've been spending your money on, where your money is going, and then when you have that information, you can make a game plan about how to change that. Whether it is cutting back in certain areas or increasing your income, creating a budget and beginning to track your expenses is the first and the most important step in your financial journey. A couple of days ago, I learned about this type of budgeting because <laughs> apparently in the world of finance, there are different types of budgeting. Um, I learned about a type of budgeting called zero-based budgeting. Let me say that one more time more clearly. Zero-based budgeting. And what that is, is that let's say that you're an, an organization, a mid-sized to large organization. As you can imagine, organizations spend a lot of money on a lot of different things, whether it's equipment, um, logistical administrative tasks, whether it's for outsourcing certain tasks, whether it's for manufacturing, depending on the business. Businesses spend a lot of money on a lot of things. But what zero-based budgeting is, is that it requires a company to look at every single expense that it has. It looks at all the purchases made and all the money spent and it attempts to justify 
every single one. There is a critical analysis that goes into zero-based budgeting that requires a level of honesty and transparency that most companies, I think today, don't exercise simply for the sake of convenience. And it's understandable too if you're a Procter and Gamble or an Exxon or um, a Facebook or an Amazon. If you're a large company, it can feel very difficult to look at all the minute purchases that you're making. But that can be the difference between profit that you can put into your business and grow and being in the red. And I think that while this may not always be as easy to do for companies, it's a lot easier to do for individual people and it has the same effects. Knowing exactly what you're spending your money on makes you more accountable to yourself on what you spend your money on. So if you are, for example, someone who stress shops and you're someone who, in order to relieve stress or to feel better, you feel like you need to spend money, you need to buy something, you need that rush of dopamine in order to feel better. Having a budget and knowing exactly where your money is going can give you the ability to take a pause and say to yourself, hmm, is this really what I need right now? Is this really a purchase that I need to make? And taking enough of those pauses, taking enough of those pauses can end up saving you a lot more money than you would think without actually having to do much of anything at all. So now that we understand a little bit about why we need a budget, the actual process of making one is the next step. And again, (laughs) this can be very difficult for a lot of people because this requires you to be very honest with yourself. This requires you to take a hard look at the numbers. And if you're not a numbers person, of course, that can already feel like, oh my god, this is just too much. But even if you are a numbers person, it can feel overwhelming to face yourself in that way. But once you get over this hurdle, the rest of your budgeting journey is smooth sailing in comparison. So I have a challenge for you. I challenge you to 
look at your credit, debit card statements, all of your spending, cash, however you spend money, I challenge you to document every single purchase that you've made in the last month. So today is the 17th of November for me. Um, It might be a different day for you. So if I were starting today, I would budget or take a look at all of my purchases from October 17th to today, November 17th. Whatever day you're listening to this, go back one month before and start there. Ideally, you would go back three months, actually, and look at your spending three months from before until now. But again, I know how overwhelming it can be. It's okay to start from a month. I would like you to write down every single purchase that you have made. And the way that I do this, I just use the budgeting template, the budget template on um, Google Sheets. This has been super helpful for me um, because I'm very lazy. I do not like to (laughs) have to make the tools that I need to get organized. So I just use that template and it already has the function of adding up all of your spending together into one grand total amount. Um, So I would like you to do that. Then I would like you to look at all of the money you earned in that same period of time. Whether it's through employment checks, whether it's through if you're an American citizen stimulus checks, if you're older maybe it's like your pension or like uh, Medicare Medicaid checks I'm not really uh, Social Security sorry that's what I'm looking for Social Security payments however you have earned money in the last month write all of that down too and total it up And then I want you to take a look at those numbers together. Take a look at those numbers, both all of your income and all of your spending, all of your expenses. And I want you to see what they are in comparison. Which one is higher? Are they the same? If your income is higher than your expenses, that's a great place to be because that means you have money left over at the end of the month. Congratulations, you're in a good spot. If it's the same, if your income and your expenses are the same, it's not the best place to be, but it's not bad either. It means you even out. You don't spend more than you make. Um, so you're not in the red necessarily, but, um, you're not exactly in the black either. Um, and 
if your expenses are higher than your income, I invite you to take a look at why that is. I invite you to take a look at what you're spending your money on. And I invite you to think about places where you can either lower your expenses, cut down on some of that spending, or look for opportunities to increase your income so that you have the ability to save in spite of your expenses. I challenge you and invite you to do these things. And if you're anything like me, it will be really hard to do. It took me maybe a good year to be able to face my expenses in particular. Um, But this is just the first step. And it's the most important step. It's an orienting step. It needs to happen because you need to know where you're starting from in order to know where you're going. And once you know, I also invite you to not be too hard on yourself about where you are. If your expenses are higher than your income, now you know this is great. Now you know and you can do something about it. This is not the time to beat yourself up or think about what has caused you to be this way. This is simply the culmination of your past decisions. These numbers that you get are the culmination, the accumulation of your past decisions. And starting from the moment that you know those numbers, you can make different decisions. So I once again invite you to make that budget. I think I might do a part two to this episode about how to actually create a working budget after you've done this step. Um, So stay tuned for that. But thank you so much for listening. Um, You can find me on Twitter at um, FemFemFem. And... Thank you for coming with me on this part of the journey. I hope you have a wonderful day and goodbye.